this is Mimi. You're going to have a guest storyteller, story reader today. It's Gigi, and she's going to read Mr. Gumpy's Outing by John Birmingham. And it was published by, looks like, Holt, Reinhardt, and Winston from New York. Written by John Birmingham, I guess I just said that. And it was published in 1970. This book is a favorite. This is Mr. Gumpy. Notice it doesn't say grumpy. It just says gumpy. Mr. Gumpy owned a boat and his house was by a river. One day, Mr. Gumpy went out in his boat. May we come with you, said the children. Yes, said Mr. Gumpy, if you don't squabble. Can I come along, Mr. Gumpy, said the rabbit. Yes, but don't hop about. I'd like a ride, said the cat. Very well, said Mr. Gumpy, but you're not to chase the rabbit. Will you take me with you, said the dog. Yes, said Mr. Gumpy, but don't tease the cat. May I come, please, Mr. Gumpy, said the pig. Very well, but don't muck about. Do you know what muck about means? It's like rolling the dirt. Get muddy. Have you a place for me, said the sheep, very timidly. Yes, but don't keep bleating. Can we come too, said the chickens? Yes, but don't flap, said Mr. Gumpy. Can you make room for me, said the calf? Yes, if you don't trample about. May I join you, Mr. Gumpy, said the goat. Very well, but don't kick. For a little while, they all went along happily, but then the goat kicked, the calf trampled, the chickens flapped, the sheep bleated, the pig mucked about, the dog teased the cat, the cat chased the rabbit, the rabbit hopped, the children squabbled, the boat tipped, and into the water they fell. Then Mr. Gumpy and the goat and the calf and the chickens and the sheep and the pig and the dog and the cat and the rabbit and the children all swam to the bank and climbed out to dry in the hot sun. We'll walk home across the field, said Mr. Gumpy. It's time for tea. Goodbye, said Mr. Gumpy. Come for a ride another day. Thank you for listening to my story. Okay, little ones, this is Gigi again, and I'm going to talk just a little bit about pets. And most importantly, I didn't have any pets when I was a little girl. I was the fourth child, so I was the baby in the family. And my mother, whose name was Leona, had a dog. 
and the dog's name was Chi-Chi. Actually, it was Chi-Chi Rosalita. And where the name came from, I never did know. The dog was a Chihuahua. Have you ever heard or seen of a Chihuahua? They are tiny. And Chi-Chi didn't really like kids. I think she liked my mother, but I'm not sure. <laughs> and I had two big brothers, Lyle and Dwayne. And they used to just roust about and rowdy about and wrestle. And I think, if I remember right, one time Chi-Chi got in the middle of their wrestling. And of course, that made her much more aware of children and not wanting to be around anybody. So as far as a pet was concerned, she was not a pet, not at all. Then later, much, much later, after I was married and we had children, that would be Papa and I had children, Cheryl and John and Maria, we had lots of pets. But none of them were my pets. We had a cat, and the cat's name was Motor, because Motor had such a loud purr that it sounded like he was running a motor all the time. And at the same time we had Motor, we had another cat, and that cat was pure white, and her name was Zakishi. And your Mimi named her because she had friends who lived down the street and they were twins. And the twins were named Kelly and Shelly. And their mother was Zelda. Zelda. Almost forgot the mother's name. So that's how they got Z-Ki-She. About that same time we had a poodle. And the poodle was a mess. She was not at all interested in people. I don't remember what her name was. And we had a dog named Ginger. And the dog was probably the children's pet, like I said. She wasn't mine. And Ginger had two moods. One, she was super hyper, just hyper, hyper, hyper. And the other, she was cowering in fear. And usually when she cowered in fear, she pee-peed on the floor. Then we had another dog, and her name was Sunday. Like the first day of the week, Sunday, or maybe you call Monday the first day of the week. But Sunday was a beautiful Irish setter. And your parents can show you pictures of Irish setters. They're very gorgeous. Red hair, soft beautiful personalities, and very smart. So when we had Sunday, we lived in Pittsburgh, and we had a small house with three children and one very smart dog. The children were probably about seven and five and four, with your Mimi being four. And as you know, your Uncle John and your Aunt Cheryl and your Mimi are all very smart. And they were all very smart when they were little kids. So basically, I had four children. Cheryl and John 
and Maria and the dog named Sunday. So one day when I was feeling very smart myself, I decided this was not a good idea. And I gave Sunday back to my friend Nancy, who had given her to me. There may have been other dogs or other cats, but those are the major ones. Until we moved to Langdon Lane in Pittsburgh. And then we got two dogs. We got a dog named Mudge, who was named after Mudge in the books about Henry and Mudge. And another little dog named Essie. And Essie's real name is Esther. She was named after Esther in the Bible. Ah, Mimi just told me that the name of the poodle was Gigi. I had forgotten. Oh, my goodness. So many things to remember about pets. So many fun days with pets. And now you know we have the dog named Milo and still have the dog named Essie. And they are so much fun, and they love us. And Milo sleeps with us. He slept with us the very first night he came to our house. And we just didn't have the courage to say no. And that's the story of pets at Gigi and Papa's house. Thank you for listening. This is a little book called Hello Sunshine. And it was given to Gigi and Papa by Papa's parents in 1975. It says to Sandy and Bob and Cheryl and John and Maria with love from Mom and Dad, March 1975. They're like little poems, so each one is separate. Here we go. A heart full of thankfulness. A thimble full of care, a soul of simple hopefulness, an early morning prayer. Build a little fence of trust around today. Fill the space with loving work and therein stay. When we sigh about our trouble, it grows double every day. When we laugh about our trouble, It's a bubble blown away. A cheerful heart and smiling face pour sunshine in the darkest place. The world is so full of a number of things. I'm sure we should all be as happy as kings. Joy will dance the whole world through, but it must begin with you. Oh, the joy and comfort you through life may know with a song of sunshine wherever you go. You have to believe in happiness. It isn't an outward thing. The spring that makes the song, I guess, as much as the song makes the spring. Oh, better than minting of a gold-crowned king is the safe-kept memory of a lovely thing.
There is a beauty all around when there's love at home. There's joy in every sound when there's love at home. The crown of the house is godliness. The beauty of the house is order. The glory of the house is hospitality. The blessing of the house is contentment. Say well and do well. End one letter. Say well is good. Do well is better. If a task is once begun, never leave it till it's done. Be the labor great or small, do it well or not at all. Do you count them only trifles? What to earth are sun and rain? Never was a kind word wasted. Never was one said in vain. One Two, whatever you do, start it well and carry it through. There is a time for some things and a time for all things, a time for great things and a time for small things. And I bet you recognize that as Ecclesiastes. If your lips you would keep from slips, five things observe with care, of whom you speak, to whom you speak, and how, and when, and where. The world's a very happy place where everyone should dance and sing, and always have a smiling face, and never sulk for anything. They might not need me, but they might. I'll let my head be just in sight. A smile as small as mine might be precisely their necessity. Help us to do the things we should to be to others kind and good. In all we do, in all we say, to grow more loving every day. Tis a lesson you should heed. Try, try again. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Hearts, like doors, will open with ease to very, very little keys. And don't forget that two of these are I thank you and if you please. And I think that's enough of this book. It's a very nice book, but I think by now you've heard enough.